Hello and welcome to the Wizards of Drivel podcast. If the Japanese rock band 5678 had a follow-up single, it would go D-D-D-D-D. It's number 283. And what a week it has been. The winning streak continues. But Alex Neal's Mighty Potters, upon Alex Neal's first return to Preston North End, are boys in black and red and whatever assortment of kit that they want, really. You never know what it will be. Come away, 2-0 winners um, in what I would say one of the better performances we've seen in the last year, maybe? I don't know. To discuss, Dr. Matt, how are you? Hello, Chris. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, yeah. All right. All right for a Sunday evening. Um, Not really much really to say, is there really? It's a Sunday night. We're ready to go. I'm happy to discuss football because otherwise I will just think about work. And who wants Mm -hmm. that? Tom, how are you? Obligatory uh, Preston bus station reference. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. went and saw that. Made me happy. Always does. What What a building. Great, it's, great brutalism. It is a, it is a beautiful piece of British br- brutalism, uh, up there. With... <laughs> I don't know what's it up there with. With uh... all of them, all, all of the all, groups, all of it. <laughs> the art, the arts tower in Sheffield, the Barbican. Yeah, the Barbican. Up there. Yeah, up the there. Barbican's up there, isn't it? Yeah, a good, uh, good start to. A pod. Now that all those people who've tuned in out of curiosity, oh, I never listened to the Wizards of Dribble before. I'll give it a chance. Now we've got I rid of them. Know why. <laughs> um, it is yes, two nil to the Mighty Potters. Some three word reviews before we um continue. Uh, we have uh, Tim Gallimore says systems are passe. Whisper it quietly. Uh, chicken tikka oat cakes. Back on track. <laughs> on the up. What a day from you, Tom. Tyrese Bloody Campbell. Ty is back. Mm. The promised land. Bloody good performance. Brilliant from Tyrese. <laughs> Didn't see it. <laughs> oh, no, Jake. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, it happened again. Tip top tastic. Love Alex Neal. Certainly, since we lost uh, 4 0 to Watford, it's. It's been a bit of a turnaround in, I wouldn't say fortune, just a turnaround in mentality, right, Tom? It's what is this team at the moment? Yeah, definitely a mentality thing. Um, which I think again comes down to Alex Neal just seemed to be pretty, he knows what he wants, but he doesn't sort of scream and shout about it. I, I find so. I think like he he was quite sober with the analysis of Watford, obviously, the sort of half an hour that was pretty shocking but he didn't want to focus on that because why would you and since then we've got uh seven points from mm. burnley sheffield united and preston away that is way better than i think any of us probably expected from those three fixtures after losing four nil to Watford. so up the hippos <laughs> up the hippos indeed when we looked at this month then i think we said this last week matt but um, it was definitely a month that we kind of winced at in thinking that it was going to be be pretty bad. And certainly, I think I had impressions of us struggling 
down the bottom. Obviously, points are still all over the place in the championship now, but mm. we sit currently in 13th or is it 14th? 13th, wow. 13th actually, so apparently now. Um, above Preston, who we we over overtook, although we um actually have a game in hand over them. Very interesting. We're on the up. We're on the up. Um, <laughs> that's what it doesn't matter. We're, well, hopefully we are. Anyway, um, do you? I don't know. Do you? Do you think that we didn't? We didn't really have an instant honeymoon, did we? With with Alex Neal, we kind of had quite a few rocky bits, which whether that's to be expected, I don't know. But are you starting to see what an Alex Neal team is? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think I said after after Hull, um, so when we was yeah three 0 that was that um, I, I felt that that was sort of the the peak of Neil Ball and the Reading performance, the 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 game before or the or whatever it was was sort of the you know the other end of the spectrum, and I sort of feel like we've gone from that again with the Watford game all the way through to Sheffield United, and now obviously um, with this win at, at Preston, I, I do see what he's trying to do. I think he's settled on. Um, I hesitate to use the word system, as I'm sure we'll get onto. Um, but he's settled on a, a schema. There you go. That seems to uh, <laughs> seems to work for us. And um, yeah, it's it's very it's very encouraging. And I think what's really encouraging is that we we've turned in three really good performances now with Josh Timon not playing, mm-hmm. and with Harry Suter still not back. And with uh, Jason Brown, um, sorry, Jacob, um, <laughs> obviously, yeah, uh, sort of Nigel for everyone there. Um, obviously, not you know, not not featuring much. So, three players that are often cited as being you know integral to everything we do well. We are turning, I think, for the first time, probably since maybe Tyrese Campbell got injured. Mm. Two years ago, consistent a, a consistent set of performances across three games. That might be an exaggeration, but it just I don't know. Everything feels just a bit a bit settled for once, mm. which you can never really say about us. But if other, you know, that could be just me. But that's that's what I gathered from the last three games. So yeah, I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged. Mm. Yeah, certainly the the statistics would would back up that we are getting more. Um, confident in our abilities if you just look over what uh, we did in the in the Preston game granted they had the smallest share the smallest advance no what am I trying they had more possession but only a little bit it, it didn't matter god I hate Sunday nights um but we had uh to 18 shots to their seven their seven six on target to their zero it suggests to me and 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 watching the game yesterday I I felt a lot more confident with our defence. I felt that we were much more in control and I haven't been able to say that all the time uh, throughout the last few years. It certainly felt... I mean, there was the odd occasion where I, I panicked because that's, that's me at football. But it certainly felt to me like we we were the better side. We deserved the win. Um Personally, I think it should have been more. Dwight Gale still doesn't have a goal, um, <laughs> which is hilarious. What did we What did we make of the lineup then? Uh, BBC has it as us playing three at the back uh, with Campbell, Gale, and then Smallbone sitting straight a little bit behind in what I would call the Nick Powell role. 
3-4-1-2 as they put it um formations are meaningless but do we do we do we like this setup i i i think it's dangerous to talk about this setup as if like this is going to be how we play every game and that this 3-5-2 is the same in every game so mm-hmm. um cuz cuz we we obviously we didn't change the team from um Sheffield United but we played a different shape because we had a three as opposed to a four. And Neil said in his um, pre-match press conference to Preston that the reason for that was because Sheffield United tend to attack with a front three and he wants an extra man um, to be able to deal with that sort of in a way that Bielsa is always quite famous for wanting to do. Um, And yeah, I'm really comfortable with it. The, the, The player who... I'm not saying that he's the best player on the team, but the one that surprises me the most and I think has come on the most under Neil is Morgan Fox. Mm. Um, he has just become so overwhelmingly competent that <laughs> I am just overjoyed because we had a massive issue with the 3-5-2 under O'Neill with no left-footed left centre-back who could play there. And now we've got Morgan Fox and mm. he can do it. And he actually... He's growing with confidence in every game. And I thought Preston was excellent because he carried the ball forward and working with um, Fossey, who was playing wing back there, and Baker, who was playing on uh, in the midfield too on that side. They often were all playing quite wide just to overload mm. Alan Brown because Alan Brown is a box-to-boxy attacking-ish midfielder but was playing as a wing back for Preston. I'm not sure why, but he was. Um, and I think that's something that, clearly Neil focused on in uh, build-up. There was some somewhere we could go to get an advantage. Um, so, yeah, Fox has just come on miles and miles and don't rely on numbers on a piece of paper for the formation because, as we all know, formations are meaningless. <laughs> exactly. Um, what about um, Smallbone then? Scorer of the first goal, which is... It's, it's, it's a lovely goal. I mean, the Campbell goal we'll talk about in a minute. But uh, Gail, um, it is Gail who sets him up, isn't it? By, by it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, back yeah. To him. Um, I know, I think we said last week that he's starting to show stuff, but he's still got a little bit of um, rawness, I guess. He's a young lad. He's, I don't know, in that, in that the Nick Powell role, as it were, um, I, I I'm still getting impressed by the lad. I think he's he's all he's all right. Uh, a little bit uh, not able to control the ball every now and again. But I I don't know. What do you what are you thinking of him? What do you think of his I, goal? I mean, he, he he took the goal really nicely. Um, prob- probably about time because he has he has had a few chances which he's fluffed pretty spectacularly um, during his time here. I think I think he's. Without you know, considering the context of yes, he's you know this is his first like proper proper season or whatever. Um, I think he's competent. I don't think he he, he um, <laughs> takes anything away from us, but he he's clearly not an on-form Nick Powell, and that's hmm. to- totally not his fault. Um, few players at this level are Nick Powell. Um, I like him. I think I think he did a good job, and I think again, I think I think as Tom says, it, it depends on what Neil wants him to do and maybe depending on what he's required to do, he'll be better certain games than other games. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I think against Preston, I think he was he was pretty fine. But yeah, I agree. He does sometimes have some inexplicable <laughs> moments where he just sort of loses focus and just sort of yeah, just hit, hits him a bit and bounces away. But I thought he was perfectly fine against I, Preston. Yeah, I think he deserved a bit of leeway, and I sort of did try and say this when we signed him. We was we signed him as someone who he doesn't have nine hundred minutes of professional first team football before he joins us um, and he's already like well over halfway through that for us so he, he's getting those minutes in and he was always going to be a, a sort of taking his time settling in player the fact that we've had a bit of an injury crisis and he couldn't balance that game time with Nick Powell mm-hmm. has probably meant it's been more uncomfortable for us to sit there and watch that but I think yeah it's scoring out of possession, he was he was really good um, against Preston. He worked hard, but also like smartly. And I think he strikes me as the kind of person that Neil likes because he will just sort of do what he's told. He's not going to let you down mm-hmm. tactically at the minute, which is you know it's a nice thing to have, and it's nice to not be reliant on Nick Powell as the sole creator in the entire team, unless you're talking about wingbacks and then it was just time. And <laughs> we seem to be creating chances from a lot more places now. And small bones being a big part of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, second goal then. The one we all want to talk about. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Chef kisses indeed. Uh, what I like about the reading of the BBC thing is that assist from uh, Lewis Baker to, <laughs> Tyrese Campbell, like it's it's a <laughs> not really an assist, is it? He <laughs> creates that goal on his own. A wonderful, uh, a wonderful bit of finishing, um, made up only more by the uh, by the celebration, which um, friend of the pod Rossi, who is who's had a, a, a really difficult time a bit of recently losing his daughter Francesca, um, had a message from him saying that. Uh, that he'd spoken with Dean Holden, I believe, at the time about the situation that was going on. Tyrese Campbell's got involved and dedicated the goal celebration, the love heart, to uh, him and the family, which I think is really true. It is genuinely, genuinely lovely. Um, yeah. It's, he's just he's just the world's nicest lad, isn't he? He's just, he, is, he is, but do you know yeah. what? I, I, just, I, I want to talk about the goal, but like, it confirms as well, like everything we said about Dean Holden as well. Lovely, mm, yeah. lovely guy, and yeah, obviously, good, good um, people. Rossi, our thoughts are always with you, mate. Um, absolutely, uh, all the time <laughs> from all of us here at Wadpod. The goal, then, um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know how you describe it really. Uh, Tyrese runs, he gets in the box, he does. A little bit of like where what to the defenders, where am I going? Oh, where am I going? And he doesn't actually move, doesn't move, just just slots it, slots it in. Uh, what I would say, there is um a video going around on social media of uh a fan from, from the Stoke end who's filmed it, and it's a great angle because you can really see the curve of the ball as he like finesses it in. Um Tyrese then, uh we we said previously he's he he leads a different dynamic to this team. Uh, if he can start scoring goals again like this, then he is he is the shining star. He is someone you do not want to lose, right? 
he's the um he's the astronaut gun meme isn't he he's like oh he's the best striker <laughs> at the club always was <laughs> that's that's Tyrese Campbell he's yeah I mean I'm don't think I'm being harsh on the Stoke fan base to suggest that he may have had it rough from some quarters of it in the past 18 months mm-hmm. but I, I, maybe maybe I'm overly biased the other way I, I I just love him I just think he's he's so good at what he does and his speed to catch up with that ball from Baker as mm. well, because it's 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 the Baker hoofs it. It's not a it's not a long ball. It's a get out of the box yes. ball that Campbell runs onto and makes something of. And yeah, he just just picks out the corner. And the only the only thing needed now is hopefully you can just you know start start mm. stringing a few goals together to justify um to get the payoff he deserves for. What he does, even even just his general play, like there was um the was it the ball in for the the Gale header mm-hmm. just wide, he, he beat him on then just just again just by running at him. And I think I think Dave said last week that Gale and Delap have been sort of playing in a sort of backs to goal, you know, grafting kind of kind of um, way, which is fine, obviously, and you need that. But Campbell is the player who he's going to take a man on no matter what all the time and. Mm-hmm. This is what you can do. So yeah, all more power to Tyrese, the wonderful man that he is. That that finish is is ridiculous. That, <laughs> the, 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 it really he, is. He delays it for have to have two defenders to then string it between the both of them and then perfectly into the bottom corner. Like the keeper w- wouldn't have had a chance if he was already another meter across to the right. That's how well placed it was. Um, and yeah, he was he was getting jipped from parts of the Preston away end, uh, unsurprisingly, which you know went away when he scored that goal, which is strange. Mm. These mm. things happen, but I think I agree with Matt that his his all round play is now he looks like Tyrese Campbell did because that cross he frees himself a bit of space with acceleration and then puts in a really good ball. Um, I think he's I don't know this is me guessing he's copying Gale. Uh, when he's trying to compete for aerial balls. Um, so instead of just like, you know, just jumping up and trying to head it like a normal striker, he's sort of accepting that that isn't his role. That's not his strength. So he'll back into a defender or he'll mm. be ready for the second ball. Mm-hmm. Just these little nuances yes. that are rounding off his game. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I mean, it, it, if he, I, I have no doubt that if he stays fit and puts together a run of games he is going to be leading scoring charts leading assist charts um and all round just being the most important player in our team mm. it's his it's his position to to lose isn't it really like you can't obviously rotation comes into effect but like he is your first choice in that position and then it's a I would say the the Gale, the, I'll call it the Gale role, but that is could be any of them. But again, it depend. I mean, it does depend again on what the setup is. Um, I, I like I'd like to see Jacob Brown more as well because I feel he's a nice physical presence. But then, yeah, as you say, they all seem to be doing. They all seem to be doing quite a good job. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I tell you what, though, it's perfect time 
to be playing a team who haven't won away in the league on Tuesday. <laughs> I wonder <laughs> all, this com- all this confidence. <laughs> yes, all this confidence that we have as we go up against uh, the mighty mighty Millers with, with a relatively new manager as well, right? Yeah not, yeah, not not first game, but you know, still enough to be part of a bounce. Google's match uh, fixture calendar now features win probabilities. Uh, it reckons that Stoke City have 49% chance of winning. There's a 26% chance of a draw and a 25% chance of Rotherham coming away with the points. It's like they've never watched us before. It's You, you, would, ha- you would hope, and I say that with a big caveat, you would hope that Tuesday, bit of confidence in it, it's a straightforward game. We know that Stoke don't do it that way, but you would... Like there is a bit of confidence going. I don't know. Like I, I, ne- I never want to be like, yeah, I think we can. But we, we, I don't know. We seem all right. We come on. We can beat Rotherham. We can beat Rotherham, right? Can't we? Yes. <laughs> Will we? They're one point behind. They're one. They're one point behind us. One point behind us. They, they have just beaten um, Huddersfield, uh, mm. who, who obviously we lost against. Uh, but that was ages ago. And that was on a really hot day, and it's now not as hot anymore, so we'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> and I still have Dave's hat. Um, I don't know. My, what do my you... own... Go on. Go, my only concern is is that like the last time we played Rotherham at home and there were fans in mm. um, was like at the back end of the eighteen nineteen season. And I yeah, I don't know. This isn't a concern actually. I don't know why I said it was a concern. It's just a memory of a game against Rotherham. I'm wittering on like an old man. But I remember it because it was like the last thing Bojan ever did for us. He set up a wonderful goal for San Lucas. And then we were 2-0 up and then we finished 2-2. And it was, you know, classic 18-19. Boo! um, Territory. Um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that game because I I took my beloved to it and she was was laughing at us all. Um, (laughs) Which is good. But yes, we should... We should come. I mean, I don't. I don't think it's disrespectful to say we should be looking to win. I think it's a game suited for Neil, in as much as I don't think rather we're going to spring too many surprises. They're, they score a lot of goals from set pieces. They're a, rel- a relatively physical side. He, if he sets the team up in an organised manner, you would hope that the the added quality we should have up front would be enough. But it's Stoke, isn't it? So. Mm. Tom. He did say, he said, uh, Neil said that the, the thing he was most pleased about with the Preston win was um, that it was a continuation of the good performance against Sheffield United, which it's nice that he it, it sort of has that on his mind as opposed to, I, I don't really know how to phrase that properly or to put it in because it is just pure intangible waffle. Um, but he clearly seems to whilst being really tactically switched on and all these things, he has that extra element of a modern manager that all the good modern managers seem to have of understanding that it's also about managing relationships and managing emotions and making sure that these players sort of aren't complacent, aren't thinking, oh, well, we've beaten Sheffield United. Now this next game is going to be easy. Are treating every game as they should because if you put a run of form together in this division, we all know what happens. You end up somehow in the playoffs and then things get really scary um and i guess we, we've got more players fit 
again. Like we seem to be having options on the bench, like having being able to bring Liam Delap on or rest one of Gale or Campbell and use them from the bench after playing um, a, a big shift on Saturday is exciting and is good and is something we haven't had for ages. And yeah, please just keep the steady pipeline of players coming back, including Harry Suter, who is supposed to be playing for the under-23s this week, allegedly. That'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> it would. That'd be really nice. I'm just looking at the fixtures that we have left in the month. We Rotherham on Tuesday, at home to Coventry on Saturday, then the Saturday after away to Norwich, which again, that's probably that's that's a difficult game. But I don't know, it'll be very interesting to see where we are at the end of the month. Because yeah. like the, the the points are like all higgledy piggledy in this division and like as I said, Rotherham are one point behind us, a series of losses and we can be right down in the in it, a few wins and everyone's can get a bit a bit too excited. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, but it but it will be interesting because when you get to October, November, then we get to the <laughs> World Cup break. Like, at, at what point do we? I don't know. Have a, a realistic understanding of what this season is, or do we just go with the flow and just like anything's a bonus? It doesn't matter until well after the World Cup. Mm-hmm. I think obviously it doesn't because. It doesn't matter until the 46th game of the season's ended. Uh, but to not be a facetious prick. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think not a bonus, but any any run of form we put together before the month off that we have for the World Cup, where Neil will have so much more time to work with the squad on fundamentals of what he wants them to play with, the better, really, is just going to give us a nice foundation. And yeah, the the the... There's no way that the league in, what, seven games time is going to be that much fundamentally different from now. And I think at the minute there's like nine points separating 16th and first. So you're never going to really sort of look at a nine-point swing over 30-ish games as something that's difficult for a team who are on the up to do. Whether or not we can be a team on the up or sustain that is another thing. But yeah, I think... Not until the World Cup does any of it really matter. So it's a good, it's a good little little chance for people um, to make sure they're in his plans when we get to that stage. I think, I think, based on the fact that I felt the season has been over in February, March time, in the last two years, <laughs> would imply that if we're still in and have an active season by February, March time, it's probably been a successful season from from everything that's transpired with O'Neill going just before the transfer window. Um, so I would I would be happy, if very happy, if we were still in the hunt by then. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, um, I don't know what the league was like last year, but it feels a lot more open this year than it did last year. Um, probably because there doesn't appear to be a Fulham-type team just scoring 50 goals a game um, in it. Uh, I think Burnley are top and they've drawn more than they've won. So that gives you an indication of how tight the league is. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I, I think if we can pick up, I mean, that next set of three gets so Rotherham, Coventry, Norwich. Again, if we pick up six out of nine, I think I think obviously I'd be delighted with that. Or you know, even even five out of nine, I think would be a, would be a good return, mm-hmm. um, and probably enough to you know keep us keep us moving forward. Mm. 
Very good. Very good. Anything else to mention on the game then yesterday? Do no. Bursic crosses. Very good. Catchy. <laughs> catching catching footballs that are coming in from, from crosses instead of punching them. Really, really good to see. Mm. And hopefully um he's getting some confidence and he can leave the sort of weird twelve months he's had behind and and become a really good goalkeeper for Stoke City, hopefully. Yeah, fingers fingers crossed. Um, before we feed anyone to some hippos, uh, reminder then everyone who's listening, Christmas Appeal is still going mighty, mighty strong. Um, thank you everyone for getting involved, donating so far. It is, we're going to be banging on about this for a while. Well, until Christmas, aren't we? Because... That's the, that's the very nature of it. Um, but if you haven't uh, had a chance to support it as of yet, and you can, it would really be appreciated, even if that is just you telling your mate, oh, have you seen that? Let's do something together. Or, yeah, that's 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 the bit. That's the bit done. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, hippos, then. Anyone who deserves to be fed to the hippos this week. Hang on. There it, wait a sec. Chomp, 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 chomp. Uh, there you go. Got to chomp out. Nomination. I have a, I have a nomination. Go for it, Chomp. Uh, people who call Tyrese Campbell lazy and even more egregiously fat, um, which I heard <laughs> a, a lot at Burnley, how a professional footballer um, is considered lazy is beyond me these days, like considering that his every step will be monitored by data and <laughs> the data analysts will be like, you're not running very much Tyrese. And also he's a striker. Mm. He, he's supposed to be at the top end of the pitch. And sometimes, you know, um, footballs are hard to control. Sometimes footballs look like they're close to someone, but they're, they're much further away. Um, so please stop calling Tyrese Campbell lazy. He is clearly not lazy. Mm hmm. Oh well, don't even stop. It's too late now. I'm the the appeal for the, the Whoa, appeal it's too, to, it's too, it's to, too to logic is done. We are it's violence. It's too late. Yeah, it's too late. They're getting eaten. All those people. It's gonna be it's gonna be a real buffet for the hippos today as the drones go out to the various houses of all those people you've nominated, Tom. They swoop in <laughs> through the windows and they they beam them up. And they carry them, and all these people are floating in the sky going, oh, what's happening? Why is the drone carrying me? And then, splash, into the hippo pen. Chomps, they're gone. You're not seeing them again at the Bet365. If you ask where they've gone, hippo. I've got one nomination, but I mean, I mean, they're all they're fed now, so this is just sort of like dessert. Ooh. And it would be that, that, that one Sunderland fan who just tweets about Neil after every oh, game. Oh, yeah. And it's just like the oh, it's just every game. It's like ha, Alex Neal only got a point today. He would have got more. So it's literally at that level of like inane posting. And um, oddly enough, for the past week and a half, he's been very quiet. Um, so that's a that's a win. Um, so yeah, just 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 him and maybe just the concept of Sunderland <laughs> as a as a sort of. Place in the northeast that isn't yeah. Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, on another day, Sunderland would perhaps <laughs> be fed to a hippo, but they're already well fed today. <laughs> they are well fed. <laughs> got, 
They've got the people who call Tyrese Campbell lazy, who've been eaten, chomped to bits. <laughs> Poor lads and lasses. Cole, gentlemen. No, actually, no, go on. Go on. I've just go got on. one thing for Tom. Actually, you know, when you're looking, you said that Tyrese Campbell's moving to trap by data. Actually, what just comes up on the screen is fat and lazy. <laughs> and that's 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 what they're actually looking at. So oh, it uh, says it yeah. says and yeah. I have that from an official source. So yeah. um, you know. <laughs> You've just reminded me. You know that it's not football related, but do you remember that tweet the other day about like people being act the COVID injections they're, they're gonna be activated on the tenth of October. <laughs> yeah. It was the person who said I've had it on a good source from a from a from a bio from a biologist. Who is a sound and honest mate? Like, oh yeah, all right. Well, that makes all the difference then. Glad. Brilliant. Brilliant. Anything else to discuss? Bro. No. In which no, case, then I will say goodbye to you two. Goodbye, Tom. Goodbye, Chris, and goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Try not to think about the things that we've done too much. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of makes a podcast difficult where we're just kind of be like, honestly, let's just not overthink it. We, that's what we have to do on a podcast. We have to, we have to have content. But if we just no, no, Doctor Matt, thank you for being here and providing me with content. Have, thanks for having me. It's always, always a pleasure. Good to be here. And thank you, you out there for listening once again. I don't know when we'll, we'll, we'll maybe there'll be a midweek one. We've kind of been lax on the midweek ones just because people have had stuff on in the middle yeah. of the week uh, recently, and we've not been able to commit to a, a Thursday slot. I guess if uh, the Rotherham match goes well, people may may be able to. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> we'll work it out. <laughs> Either way, we'll be back at some point, hopefully. Um, but I appreciate everyone, as always, from listening in. We look forward to seeing you all again. But until then, as always, go on. Stay.